This is Mindful Medicine with Dr. Holly Lucille on Radio MD. Radio MD. Here's Melanie Cole. Being a fitness director in clubs for so long, I saw women afraid to walk into that free weight department so many times. It's intimidating. There's a lot of guys with bumps on their back in there, grunting and farting, and it could be a whole thing in there. But there are ways to build muscle and get that toned body without feeling like you're getting too masculine and, and doing it that certain way. So here to talk about that is Dr. Holly Lucille. So how can you build muscle without having to go into that free weight section where some people just don't want to be seen? Well, and I think the, the key is how to build lean muscle. Um, and, you know, I am a big advocate, you know, of, of doing some strength training, weight training as we're growing older, because quite honestly, it's mostly for bone health. I encourage women all the time because when something, when your spine feels pressure against it, what does it want to do? It wants to build back stronger. It's kind of like when you push your muscles, when you push something, when, you, when there's resistance, it wants to break down and then build back stronger. It, there's many analogies in life in general, right? We have resistance. There's different uh, obstacles that we face. We can get stronger by the way that we actually just uh, navigate them, right? So a couple ways... Seven ways, actually, to build lean muscle. Let's start with making your workouts intense. I think from a, uh, when you're pushing weight, it has been seen and uh, cited in the literature that if you push harder and these workouts are more intense, it increases your anabolic steroid, or excuse, steroidal hormone testosterone, okay? And what that does is jumpstarts the muscle building process. Now, women, don't worry. We have testosterone. Believe me, we do. It's not just a male hormone. Um, and you're not going to bulk up, I promise, but you're going to get that lean muscle that's going to burn more fat throughout the day, just like a furnace. Absolutely the case. The more lean muscle that you have, the more fat you burn. Cardiovascular exercise works. Fat burns fat while you do it, but strength training and getting that lean muscle burns fat as a result of doing it. So Right. So doing... I say yes, make workouts uh, intense, but guess what? I always like to have people err on the side of training less. Yes, if you don't train enough, you're not going to be able to get your gains, but if you train too much, there is not an appropriate time for that recovery, that healing, that muscle being able to respond again. And so erring on the side of training less, you do not have to, and I do not recommend pushing those weights and doing strength training every single day. There could be and there should be some time, 24, 36 hours between those sessions. Okay, that's great advice. What else can we do? Yeah, another thing I think is really important is to educate yourself. This is going to be two, and then chart your progress, okay? Learn as much as possible about training and more specifically how your individual body responds to different training modalities. Um, as well, you know, and then chart your progress because if you're working, you're diligent, you're following one plan that might have been recommended to you or that you found from doing a little bit of education, and it's not working for you, it's all about just making a mid-course correction and being able to adjust, right? Uh, there was a famous Samuel Beckett said, fail, fail again, and fail better. And that just simply means mm-hmm. that if we don't fail, we don't grow. And so chart your progress and kind of keep in touch with yourself. Okay, so char- I, I'm a big fan of charting your progress, journaling your food, journaling your exercise. I think it makes a huge difference. Give us another I one. I think it makes a huge difference, too, because... A lot of people can see if they're really honest 
And, you know, we're talking about building lean muscle, and, of course, I'm just talking about the workout part, but their diet is 65%, it, it, I, I think. It really is 60-40, perhaps, when you're looking at different gains or different goals. Uh, sure, your workouts, your exercise, very important, but, boy, depending on what you eat. And when, you, when I have people chart their progress and have them be really honest about what they're eating, a lot of times their training is going really well, but their diet has been suffering. And so... Always, you got to have the two together for synergy and success. You absolutely do. They have to go together, and that's what takes people sometimes a little bit longer to get that synergy and to understand that these things go together. So what else do you want people to be doing that really, really works in getting that lean muscle? All right, well, I just said it. Nutrition is as important as training. Um, And, you know, once again, depending on your goals, there are different ways and different times. Don't have to make it complex for yourself, but you want the energy and the appropriate calories to work out, but you also want to be able to feed your muscles and recover. So nutrition. And then also, I think it's so important. People are like, why does sleep have anything to do with exercise? And I'm like, or, or losing weight or building muscle. And I'm like, sleep has everything to do with everything. (laughs) I mean, it just does. Um, First of all, Without adequate rest, you, you won't recover from your training. You'll be tired. A lot of times, Melanie, I see people get into that cycle where then they're stimulating their workouts with, I think, dangerous pre-workout um, stimulants uh, that are fine in the short term, but over time, uh, they're kind of lone shark energy, you know. You can get that energy right up front, but boy, you're going to pay it back and then some, um, and people get addicted to them. So adequate sleep helps you lose weight, it helps you stay alert and stay rested so you can actually put that effort in to those intense workouts and really stay on track. Well, there's also that direct link that we're seeing more and more between sleep and obesity or lack of sleep and obesity. And I want to make sure we have time to make it to this next one about self-education because while sleep and nutrition are, to me, those workouts and sleep and nutrition are the three biggest things. And journaling, I mean, all of these are really important. But self-education, people have, I mean, I'm a trainer, Dr. Holly, and I have seen people who think because they're a bodybuilder, they can go teach other people how. And getting education from the proper sources. We do a show here for the American College of Sports Medicine. Gold standard, but boy, that self-education is a tough one because who do you believe? My God. Well, I, I, you know, and that's where I think it's really important that it's an, in, like anything else in health and in this world, you know, I know we call it the, the information era. I think it's really sometimes the misinformation era. And you have to chunk it down to understand what's best for yourself. Um, and what's best for yourself might not be best for what's being printed out there for somebody else. So that, educating yourself, because it all sort of starts coming together. When you chart your progress, if this plan is not working for you or this, you know, prescribed diet is not working for you, there might be something else and another sort of second opinion, if you would, um, that would be better. And my last one is just never quit. You know, I have seen so many people that are so well-intended and they're ready to go. And we'll probably talk about this when it comes to the new year. And it's just like, just go, bam, 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 bam. And then they fall off the wagon or they might hurt themselves or they go on vacation and guess what? They never return. They never return to that uh, training. And so I think it's really important. Of course, you know, well-timed hiatuses, um, it, all of those things, taking a break, very important, but you can't quit. You know, you just can't quit. And I think you just got to stay, keep your skin in the game, 
stay healthy, if you need to take a break for a, a weekend or so or a couple weeks for a vacation, you go right ahead and do that. But always remember, you got to get your skin back in the game. You do. And it's it's hard sometimes. If you're somebody who makes it a part of your life, then it's okay. And then it's just something you do, like brushing your teeth. But if you're somebody who's getting into it, it's easy to fall back off and say, oh, I'm going to do it again tomorrow. I know this because it's happened to me over the years. Oh, and sure. It's always really hard. You got 20 seconds, baby. Give us your best advice. Well, listen, and ladies out there and men too, it's all about building that lean muscle because from a cardiovascular perspective and also from a bone health perspective, make your workouts more intense, err on the side of less training, chart your progress, nutrition, yes, yes, yes. Educate yourself and know that you're an individual and your gains are going to be tracked by your progress, right? Sleep and please, by all means, keep your skin in the game and never quit. Never quit. That's great, great advice because it's easy to do. But as Dr. Holly says, make those workouts intense and chart your progress and nutrition. So, so important. Sleep as well. Self-education. And again, never quit. Stay motivated. That's what we're talking about here at Radio MD. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening and stay well. Stay well.